unfortunately, your blog is probably worthless, one, because you don't know how to monetize it, and two, because you don't know how to measure success on your blog. Hi, everybody. I'm John Lincoln with Ignite Visibility, and today I'm going to walk you through the metrics you need to be looking at for your blog, how to monetize it, and then also, just as a little bonus for you, I'm going to go over my favorite things that everybody needs to have in their WordPress blog tech stack. Let's go ahead and dive into it. Hi everybody, John Lincoln here. If you don't mind, please go ahead and leave us a quick five-star review on wherever you are listening to this podcast. We would really appreciate it. It keeps us motivated. Okay, let's go ahead and dive into today's content. And thank you. Okay, so I actually want to start with the monetization side of how to monetize a blog. I have seen that, especially a lot of bigger companies, they don't really take the time to dial it in. But the people who really do dial it in are maybe you know the hungry entrepreneur who really gets detailed with, with their traffic and they, they have a zest for digital marketing, right? So first thing is affiliate links. That doesn't work great for all companies, but it is a great way that you can make money if you have a lot of traffic. You can go to an affiliate site, you can get an affiliate link, you can find your highest value pages, you can create a call to action, you can get paid for every single conversion. Very simple model. The next one is email captures. So email captures should be a strategy on every single blog post. And there's a lot of different ways to do that. But basically, industry standard for most industries is that email is worth about $5. The more that you build your list, the more sends you can do, the more you can segment that, the more that you can get conversions through email marketing. Next thing is cookies and building up audiences. So the future of the web is going to be those who have audiences that they can control for paid media and who they can send ads to and who they can nurture further down into the funnel and eventually turn them into a conversion. These audiences are incredibly powerful, so you should be using your blog to build audiences for Facebook, for YouTube, for uh, display remarketing, and all of these different areas that you're advertising because these are the people that you want to be pushing to become a customer, and you can overlay these audiences with additional data, such as demographic data and things like that. Next thing is events. If you're getting a couple hundred thousand visitors, tens of thousands of visitors to your blog, that is an asset that you can go to at any time to get people to your events. These people who come to your events might buy your product or your service. So think about that for a moment. You've got emails now, you've got an audience, and then you have existing people coming to your blog. You can use all of this to promote your event, a very powerful thing. Next thing is funnels. So if you created a great webinar or you made a great commercial, you made an awesome video, why not have a pop-up that comes up on your blog, ask somebody to capture their email so that they can either see this awesome video, this awesome webinar, or just pushes them to that great information that you have. What happens there is this blog reader clicks on it, comes further down into the funnel, they learn more and more about your business, they become more invested, it turns into this really cool, easy automated practice that just has people warming up more and more while you sleep. Next thing is, we talked about pop-ups, but banners. At any point in time, you can run a banner on the top of your blog. Anybody who comes there will be able to see the offer that you have. Another thing that's really great about that is with this banner, you can segment it by certain things like the topic of certain blogs, what is in the URL of a blog, if they came from Facebook, if they came from Google, if they uh, came from mobile or desktop, and you can splice and dice the way that you target certain types of banners or pop-ups on the blog by all kinds of different traffic metrics and user metrics. So really powerful there. Calls to action. 
another thing. So within blog posts, you can have in-content calls to action. Same, same type of concept as the affiliate link, but if they're reading about you know, how to become educated on a certain topic or how to do a certain thing, if you provide that product or service, it's a very good idea to have a native call to action inside the blog. I have seen conversions increase overall on a website well over 30% by just going through the process of going in and putting native calls to actions within blog posts. Now, one other thing that you gotta keep in mind is you wanna think about this for AMP and the non-AMP version, which I'll get into in a second. Next thing is social community growth. Using your blog to grow your Facebook group, using your blog to grow your YouTube, using your blog to grow your Instagram. One of the things that I love to do, and if you subscribe to our blog, you'll see that you actually put in your email address so that you can get the latest breaking news, and then you get put into a email uh, drip sequence. And that drip sequence will send you a bunch of great information. It's gonna send you great classes. It's also gonna ask you to subscribe and become a part of our other communities. And so for every person who actually ends up becoming an email subscriber, a very good amount of those people, I would say uh, around 50% actually end up joining a Facebook group or end up joining a YouTube channel. So really, really powerful there. Finally, content promotion. What are you going to be putting on social media out there if you are not putting blog posts out there? You know, blog posts should really only be a fraction of your social media marketing strategy, but they're so powerful because what happens is they turn into phishing, I like to say. So you're throwing a blog out there on the social media site, you're driving traffic back to your site from all these different social sites out there. It turns into referring site traffic on a consistent basis, which then turns into email captures, cookies, people coming to events, funnels, and all those great things that we just went through. Okay, so now we're gonna get into the most important metrics. New visitors and returning visitors. Returning visitors, the more people that are coming back, the better. That really shows you the credibility. Both of these can be measured on a CPC basis. So how much would you pay for that same click in Google? This could be anywhere from a couple bucks to you know over $20, depending on the quality of the traffic. And you can see that quality of the traffic inside of Google Search Console as well as other areas. Next thing, page views. Page views generally are looked at on a CPM basis, so cost per thousand uh, impressions. And that is something that can be anywhere between, you know, a, a few dollars all the way up to $20, $30 per 1,000 impressions. And you need to think about the quality of your traffic that you're building there to give it the proper CPM value that your blog has for page views. Next thing, audience growth. How much would you pay and how much is that audience worth? You need to put a value on it for building your paid media audiences for retargeting, remarketing on Facebook, YouTube, etc. And then email growth. How much is it worth for you to grow that email list? For, so for every 1,000 you know, email captures that you get, how much is it worth to the business based off of sends and values? In general, $5 is about industry standard cross industries for how much a email is worth in many cases per capture, but that can deviate based off of your business model. Also, how much is it worth to grow your Facebook group, your YouTube channel, and what does this overall picture look like together? Now, when we get into the conversion area, you, of course, have the opportunity to have full macro, 100% conversions, which is a transaction or an actual lead to the business, depending on the type of business that you're in, or a micro conversion, one or the other. So you need to go through and you need to assign your micro and macro conversion values for all of these different items right there. And then based off of that, you will actually be able to see how much you're, you're converting and how much it's worth it to the business. So 
For example, at any point in time, you can go to your blog, you can look at every landing page to your blog, and you can look at every single goal that you have set up in Google Analytics associated with that. And then you're going to be able to, of course, put a monetary value on that goal. Also keywords. So you, when you rank for a keyword, that is something that you rank for that your competitor doesn't. So you already have that awesome real estate on the internet that you're happy to have and that visibility, which doesn't get as much credit as it should in many cases. But a general way to look at keyword value is to look at how much the cost per click would be for that keyword. So how much you would bid for that in Google, and then to look at the click through rate or the position that that keyword is ranking inside of Google. So if it's position one or two, maybe the click through rate is in the 20 to 40% range. And then you look at that cost per click and then you have a nice little amount of traffic that's coming in based off of the search volume for that term and then how much you would pay for that click and then you can of course see all of that traffic on a more granular level depending on uh, certain areas of where you're looking at it online all right so we talked about monetization we talked about metrics now let's talk a little bit about the tech stack so one thing is for all blogs it's really a good idea to have an amp and a non-amp version amp makes it super fast but you know the issue is, is that now you're maintaining two different versions of the blog and so that can be harder for some organizations than others so if it's too hard for your organization you don't have it set up right you can't get the cookie capture set up correctly the audience building the google tag manager on the amp section you can't you don't know how to fire your emails you don't know how to set up calls to action on the amp side you know things are constantly breaking you don't have the development chops then don't have the amp version if you do have the development chops then you can go ahead and give that a shot so when we get into the tech stack i really like sumo i also like opt-in monster two awesome things that you can use that will allow you to have a bunch of tools that you'll need to work to monetize your blog highly recommend unbounce or click funnels for setting up your landing pages uh, amp for wordpress is a fantastic plugin that will allow you to set up amp right away also recommend yoast and then a related post plugin yoast will take care of all the seo sitemaps all of that the related post plugin will make it so that you can see a related post next to every other post uh, that you have on your website so that really in increases the page views and then the time on site as well uh, ESP integration. So if you're using an email service provider, you want to make sure that you integrate that with something like Sumo. So if you're capturing emails, it automatically goes into your ESP. Uh, WP Rocket is a great plugin that makes your website super fast. And then WP Engine is probably my, my number one preferred WordPress hosting solution that's out there. So these are the metrics, ways to monetize, and a little bit about the tech stack that work really well for blogging and for a WordPress site. I hope you enjoyed this video. If you have any questions about how to monetize your blog or blogging in general, make sure to leave them below. I'd be happy to chat with you, and I will see you next time. Have a great day. Bye.